This is the EPLOG audio experience. What happens is when we try to demand dedicated infra before creating uh you know before having a public bike share in place or before having public transport in place this infra goes underutilized and eventually gets encroached upon and right. and you create a perception that no one wants to cycle i don't know if you are able to hear the surroundings it's quite noisy outside if you are able to hear it you know the problem what it is and if you can't hear then my team is doing an absolutely fabulous job at noise cancelling <laughs> but uh, yeah talking about uh, the noise outside uh, the one noise that you hear everywhere is the traffic and the honk and it's a big problem what can you do about it well everyone has a car everyone wants to go somewhere at their own convenience and uh, uh, can bicycle be a solution well that's what we are here to find out with the co-founder of my bike uh, which is india's first ride sharing platform uh, mr arjit soni hi arjit welcome to the show Hi Rohan thank you for having me So good to have you by the way uh, Arjit the uh, ride sharing program it's something the concept has been floating around for quite some time but uh, where did this come to you and what was your purpose behind uh, doing this uh, so uh, you know i was in mumbai between 2007 and 10 and mm-hmm. every day like any other mumbaiker i would commute through the mumbai locals <laughs> now honestly yes. uh, uh while we have complaints with locals at least the good thing about them is they are predictable and reliable what oh. was not reliable what was always throwing a surprise was getting a rickshaw or a taxi from station to go to your office right or similarly so so you know a uh, one day frustrated i thought to myself let me buy two bicycles one to go mm. from my hostel to andheri station and the second one mm. from dadar to my office and that's how i solved a real world problem Uh, so that's how the idea originated. Uh, mm. I, I I moved back to Ahmedabad. I was pretty happy because while I love Mumbai as a city, I think it's a great city for learning, but not really a great city to live. Yeah. And that's when I thought to myself, "Ki uh, yar, Mumbai se to bhag ke Ahmedabad aa gaya, but five ten saal mein to Ahmedabad ka bhi yehi hal ho jayega." So then okay. where will you go? Okay, sir. Hone ja raha hai, but hopefully uh, with my bike we'll be able to reverse the trend. Wow. So that's when I thought, okay, you know, unless and until someone does for the city, mm. uh, I mean, the city will see the same fate that Mumbai has, and that's when I started my bike. Yeah, so that's how I got the idea of my bike. Yeah, great. Uh, so today, traffic is a very big problem for all of us. We do want uh, a mo- the most efficient way to commute, and uh, and while the infrastructure is uh, one of the issues. why we are unable to do it uh, there's not one solution uh, which is there to curb it there has to be multiple solution working synchronously with each other uh, and uh, it's so seamless that you would be stupid to even think of owning a car uh, within the for uh, commutes within the city so uh, how has been so far for you uh, where has uh, where do you see this going and how can it be so seamless so uh, rohan i certainly believe that bicycles as a means of commute uh, will be able to cater to only 60% of a person's need uh, so bicycle along with public transport there will right. be 30% of your requirements where you do need a taxi and mm. there will be 10% of your commute trips where you need a self drive car because you're looking to go on a drive with your family or of course going for an experience 
so the larger vision of my bike is to bundle all these forms of mobility into a single app and hmm. and and not just integrating it into app but bundling everything into a single subscription so say hypothetically speaking you pay 3000 rupees a month and you get unlimited my bike unlimited public transport some 100 kilometers or some some kilometers of taxi rides bundled into the package and maybe a few couple of hours of self drive car experience and that combined package i think would be able to compete with the concept of owning a private vehicle and commuting through it <laughs> yeah Mm, so mm. that's how we see the concept eventually evolving into uh, it's it's called mobility as a service mass and that's where we are headed yeah great so when you're scaling to a particular city what challenges do you are you usually seeing right now and where all is my bike located so currently we are present in eight cities uh, we started mm. with ahmedabad and we are now in bombay uh, pune nagpur indore uh, kochi Udaipur and Rajkot. Uh, honestly, expanding to a new city. Uh, I mean, now after having spent eight years in this business, <laughs> operations is no longer a challenge. Yeah, uh, it's almost templatized and driven by SOPs. Uh, so that's not a challenge anymore. I think the only challenge for us is uh, the financial part because it's a very capital-intensive business, and for every demand we generate, we have to invest in one bicycle. It really slows us down. and mm. that's where we are trying to see if we can get cities to participate uh, in terms of investment uh in 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 uh, in cycles and uh, mm. we re- limit ourselves to taking the operating and revenue risk and running mm. the show for them yeah mm. Mm. that's the infrastructure part when it comes to giving people access or uh, making people aware how has it been your experience uh, to get them to ride to a particular place so again uh, see as on date we have 10000 bicycles but mm. 5000 of them are in amdabad alone so what we have done is we have really invested a lot in amdabad in terms of trying to create one strong example and then trying to replicate it in other cities now since we were bootstrap for the first 7 years we never had budgets for marketing and we realized that we don't really need marketing because when you create presence across the length and breadth of the city the visibility is automatically there what you really need to spend towards is getting your users to ride or use your services more often and that's where our effort is so uh, you know we do a lot of cycling rides and events because uh, you know it, it's a great way for people to experience cycling after many years it's a great way to give them a feel and taste of what it was riding a bicycle and uh, of course through our app we are now working towards building communities uh you know bringing bringing leadership boards where you can track how many kilometers you are riding and uh, compare with your fellow colleagues and and some rewards and recognition programs so that is where we are headed towards uh, to attract more people towards my bike and more importantly retain them yeah yeah other than that we have really not spent any uh, any 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 significant amount of money on marketing oh wow Yeah. yeah when you have such a product which is uh, in front of everyone <laughs> that itself is marketing is it <laughs> yes yes <laughs> yeah uh, but i truly feel that uh, to make it a success people will have to uh, try it out and uh, once they once they realize that uh, yes you can do it uh, like for example i live in lokhandwala if i have to go go to warsaw if i have a bike stand next to my building office building I I don't need to take a cab or uh, uh, go by my own vehicle. I can simply uh, 
take a cycle from from the bike stand and just go to Warsaw, which is barely one and a half kilometers away from yeah. my place. Yeah. So, if that network is built, I'm sure people will uh, get to it and try working on it, isn't it? So uh, I agree partially with you, Rohan. Uh, what we have observed in my bike is that uh, mm. if you do a paper ride model, then of course you need to create a very complex and dense network of stations where you are creating a station near a user's origin and also near his destination. Mm. But when you approach the, the concept of bike share with a subscription model, so say you are paying a fixed monthly rental and you have unlimited access to my bike. In that case, you just need to create stations at public transit junctions. So, assuming you have subscribed to my bike and you have a bicycle with you at your home, hmm. of course, the first time you have to go to a stand and bring it home. Now, from your home, if your journey is short, you can go directly, just like you do on your personal bicycle, right? Hmm. Uh, you don't you don't have to go to a station and then rent a bike. The bike is there with you. But if it's a long journey, and that's where bicycle is not practical. Let's accept that uh, bicycle is a means of commute has its limitations. It's yes. a great tool for short commuting, but not really practical for long. That's where my bike gives you this flexibility where you can go to the nearest public transport junction, say, for example, at Borivali and drop the bike at the station there. And say, if you get down at church gate, you can pick up any other my bike under the same subscription and go to your destination. So you just pay for one subscription, but you get access to any number of any my bike in the, in the pool or hmm. one at a time. And that's how my bike works. Hmm. Yeah. So it's using multiple modes to get your work done, but at the same time you are not uh, relying on one infrastructure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So today we are seeing a big bicycle commute movement happening around uh, in specifically in Mumbai, in Bangalore, and other big cities, and slowly it's also coming down uh, to the heartlands. Uh, well, that was the way to commute in the olden days, but now we have <laughs> moved to much more sophisticated means. Uh, but how do you think, how effective is it and what can it be, what can be done to build a better infrastructure for uh, commutes? See, certainly, uh, you need to have very good quality public transport, uh, you know, and that's where like this, uh, I mean, we, we have so many, so such large network of metro trains now coming in, especially in Mumbai. I think mm-hmm. the one city I'm really excited about uh, in terms of transformation is Mumbai because this whole network of metro that is going to come up in the next okay. three years is really going to uh, shift a lot of load from yeah. the roads to 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 this mm-hmm. new infrastructure. And finally, then we'll be able to sort the city, I hope. Uh, <laughs> certainly, uh, you know, good, reliable, urban public transport system is, is, is a prerequisite to uh, uh, realizing our, uh, you know, our, our, our common goal of making our cities livable again. Hmm. Uh, in terms of first and last mile connectivity, I think bicycles and electric bicycles are going to play a pivotal role there because uh, they are the cheapest and most accessible and convenient way of co- connecting that short distance of going from your home to station. Hmm. I think once these two things are in place and you start seeing some traction, that's the time when we need to start talking about dedicated bicycle lanes. Hmm. What happens is when we try to demand dedicated infra before creating, uh, you know, before having a public bike share in place or before having public transport in place, this infra goes underutilized and eventually gets encroached upon. And, right. and you create a perception that no one wants to cycle. 
so i think hmm. we need to be really careful in terms of the timing and when to when to actually demand for this infra i think hmm. uh to solve this chicken and egg problem the way i look at it is we need to bring some traction of people on road using cycles and then then try and pitch for this uh infra with the authorities and once that infra is in place i think that will bring in more people to start cycling mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah right so that that's is that is something exciting because uh just before your recording i was speaking with nihar thakkar Uh, who has installed a very wonderful uh, tool in bangalore and he's expanding to other places as well uh, which is a bicycle live bicycle counter so i think that is going to do some very exciting work in uh, giving people the data that yeah we do have cyclists on the road and it is going to bring a change uh, you see the data that uh, we are riding you too can ride understood yeah indeed in fact i had also connected to nihar and i think what he has created is brilliant because it's one thing for us to know data through the backend but to make that data visible to the people uh in real time i think that's really going to have a lot of impact uh, i mean i can't wait for uh, you know that to be installed at a large scale across the city and i think that will really tell people that okay itne log cycle actually chalate hain hmm true in fact it would be great if that counter could capture all forms of commute and yeah. then show the percentage modal share of bicycles compared mm. to other means of commute yeah, yeah yeah no absolutely and uh, i'm sure many of our listeners might have seen an image where uh, you can see that one bus uh, covers at least five uh, some seven eight bicycles in in one lane uh, way a four wheeler can be utilized uh, uh, instead of a four wheeler you can have uh, four to five bicycles in one parking so that's uh, i'm sure with this data uh, more than the government of course people can realize that yeah what is the what is the scenario and what is the possibility with uh uh with those uh, pedal powered <laughs> commute mo- uh, model and um, i'm i'm also curious to ask you what are your thoughts about e bikes it's a it's a big debate quite polarized <laughs> market when it comes to e bikes so before this rohan uh, firstly i am glad you brought this out i think the whole world thinks that electric is the future but yeah. i think we really need to think uh, what form of mobility because gaadi mm. petrol uh, ho ya electric fasna to traffic mein hi hai so electric cars we really need to set our expectations right are they just solving the problem of pollution but are mm. they actually solving the problem of parking traffic and congestion right and that's where people will have to realize that you will have to adopt public transport and use bicycles wherever you can coming to your next question between bicycles and electric bikes so like every other cyclist i was a purist and i for 7 years of uh, the journey of my bike i have always believed that uh, you know the pedal bicycle is good enough and you don't really need an electric bike but having said that uh, since last one year i have been personally riding an electric bike and i did realize that it is definitely a superior product it gives you the flexibility to pedal for your health and leisure trips it gives you the flexibility to commute in case uh, you know during the day you want to go out and it's very hot you can simply throttle and use it like a scooter and of course the most fun and engaging part is the pedal assist mode where you can you know uh, take the assistance of motor while you are pedaling so i am very bullish about electric bicycles i think it has the power to bring more people to 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 experience cycling once again and uh, accordingly at my bike also i think in the next 3 to 4 months we will be introducing pedal ele- pedal electric bikes uh, mm-hmm. to our fleet yeah 
Yeah. Can you share some more insights on what the future for bicycle commute looks like and what is your vision for it? I mean, I'm convinced that private vehicles cannot keep growing uh, because mm. space is the limitation constraint to yeah. growth of cars. Mm. Uh, so people will have to switch to smaller form factors. It mm. would be electric two wheeler. It could be a cycle. Yeah. Now with any two wheeler, the challenge is that uh, you can't go long distances. And True. so, so, you know, you are essentially looking at using a two wheeler for short distances and yes. using public transport for long distances. Hmm. And that's where my bike sits in perfectly. So I'm very bullish. I'm very confident that bicycles will become one of the, uh, uh, you know, predominant uh, forms of mobility in, in times to come. Uh, the government policy can certainly uh, help decide whether this transition can happen at an accelerated pace or not. <laughs> Availability of yeah. infrastructure will certainly help in accelerating this transition. Yeah. But uh, I think it's inevitable if you ask. Hmm. Awesome. And uh, what uh, several European and Scandinavian countries have done is that they have uh, put a exceedingly high uh, taxes on uh, private vehicles. So, cycle public transport but that they have that infrastructure and I'm sure uh, in the near future even uh, uh, our government will introduce some of these features like uh, luxury cars are always expensive now more than ever uh, so that is one <laughs> I don't know what I would say but uh, yeah it's one of the ways uh, people would get encouraged to go for a cheaper means of transport um, but what do you think is the challenge for 2022? Uh, so the biggest challenge is while, as you mentioned that in, in Western countries, they are discouraging other forms of mobility through expensive parking and uh, more taxes. India is ulta ho hai. India mein cars ko subsidize kiya ja hai, electric cars ko <laughs> subsidy di ja rahi hai. Jabki electric cycles ko bilkul subsidy ni mil rahi hai. In fact, oh, you it? find it surprising. Ke pedal bikes ka GST rate 12% hai, electric bikes ka 5% hai. So pedal, which is the most environmentally environment friendly form of commuting is actually taxed at a higher rate than an electric bicycle. And these two sectors or two products have no subsidy, whether it's state or wo, wo center or state. Ho. Recently, Haan. Delhi has released electric bicycles ke liye ek subsidy policy. Nikala hai. But hmm. again, that is limited to just private users. So, Shared mobility को तो कहीं पे भी कोई incentive नहीं मिल रहा है। तो hmm. so my expectation out of 2022 is कि अगर आप bicycles और electric bicycles को encourage नहीं कर सकते, तो at least दूसरे forms of mobility को तो encourage करना बंद करो। hmm. by, by, by subsidies। आप हमें अगर subsidize नहीं कर सकते, तो दूसरों को subsidize करना तो बंद करो। hmm. Because otherwise you are not creating a level playing field for yeah. uh, for for us to shine। yeah. Absolutely। And technically it's the same uh, thing, it's just that the scale is different। Yeah। you know, the, the reason why this is happening, if I understand it correctly, is because your electric vehicles and two-wheelers are getting registered through an RTO. Uh, mm. There is a formal financing sector that is ready to finance these uh, mm. purchases. Uh, because pedal bicycles and electric bicycles currently do not have a central authority that registers them and recognizes them. Mm. It is because of this reason that the sector is not really seeing uh, uh, not is not able to live up to the potential that it has. I think the day we are able to address this in the policy making, electric bicycles will start flying off the shelf. Mm. Yeah. No doubt, no doubt. 
and there are very few brands actually which are building in india yours being one of them uh, so i'm sure once people start increasing the ma- manufacturing of uh, electric cycles also it will give a uh, bring uh, their attention to uh, subsidizing this uh, mode as well absolutely <laughs> so if any manufacturer is listening please start making bicycles <laughs> <laughs> and uh, tell your government to do something about it so people common people can also afford it <laughs> absolutely yeah because otherwise i i, I just saw i i rode a scott e bike and it was absolutely delightful to ride it but when i saw the price tag of 189000 it just blew my mind off <laughs> <laughs> So I, I think uh, now that we are manufacturing our own e-bikes, mm. uh, a, a decent electric bicycle, uh, a good quality bicycle with a 50 kilometer range, uh, mm. should not cost more than, and I'm saying this on the upper side, should not cost more than fifty thousand rupees, mm. and it will still sound expensive because you get scooters for sixty or seventy thousand rupees, but that's because yeah. the government is giving fifteen to twenty five k subsidy on every scooter, so. And bicycle. But that's for electric, bike. right? You don't get electric scooters in that cost, or do you? Uh, I mean, the cheapest one that I'm aware of currently is being retailed at eighty thousand after huh. subsidy. Huh. Uh, so yeah, fifty thousand for a bicycle, uh, you know, appears very expensive. Yeah. Uh, but but that's because it is it is offering you a fifty kilometer range and it's all mm. metal. Uh, so plastic is cheap and metal is expensive and that's the reason yeah. e-bikes are costing more yeah. yeah great thank you so much arjit for joining us and i hope the listeners found this conversation helpful and they would if they have not uh, started uh, going short distance commute or even tried it uh, i do urge you to try it out it's really great uh, you will realize the value of time and how much time you save of course being sweaty is other another thing that you will have to find a work around uh, but yeah if it's for short commutes if it's for uh, going from point a to point b or just getting vegetables why not try it out absolutely